This episode was pre-recorded before the U.S. presidential election results were released. I'd like to give honorary mention and congratulations to U.S. President-elect Joe Biden and to our Black Queen, U.S. Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. Now here's my thing. Question, sir. Um, I see that you're all riled up Are over you here. Right, I'm riled I, up. Okay. I'm upset. Okay, okay, sir. Um, so last question. Everybody and welcome back to the Tamia Lee Talks podcast. I am your host, the one and only Tamia Lee. I know you miss me, but I promise you I'd be back. This week I am accompanied by my friend, Mr. J2 Nice. How you guys doing Woo! out there? Um, I want to say thank you, Tamia Lee, for having me on your podcast. Aw, thank you, Jalen. Thank you, you know, for coming. Thanks for thinking of me to come on here, you know. So I, I haven't been on the on the podcast radio scene in a while. So, you know, I'm, I'm coming back on, guys. I'm coming back. I'm He's coming back. coming back. And I want to say tuned. thank <laughs> you for bringing your jewels to my show. Thank you. No problem. No problem. I'm so glad you were able to join me this week, J2 Nice. Thank you, thank you. You know, I had the availability, so I had to come through. You know, I had to come out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I immediately thought of I immediately thought of you um, as a good co-host. Thank you. Because we have an interesting show oh. for these people today. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're ready. I don't think they're ready I don't ready know either. if they're because, you know, we... The tea is being stirred right now, folks. Just yes. know, because we we got some stuff. Cause we got some heat. You know, yes. it's a little hot. Okay. Don't, don't sip yet. You know, it's a little hot. All right, J Two Nice. Before we get into our segments for today, mm-hmm. let me just do some maintenance and give the listener a quick recap of their last episode that they heard. So, on last week's episode, I discussed very heavy but important topics, which were mental health and voting. I gave you all possible resources for those battling with mental health issues, as well as I shined a light on a young and upcoming entrepreneur. In this week's episode, we are going to be giving you guys some interesting content, all right? Some very interesting content. Because (laughs) these interviews that we did, we took the time to go out on the street and talk to people during the waiting process of who was going to be the president, and it is mm-hmm. hilarious. It is. You, you you guys, I don't know if you guys are ready. It's yes, just crazy. Yes, it's just crazy, and I just want to get let you guys know, buckle your seatbelts, because we have some interesting <laughs> yes, interviews. Yes, we do. Okay, J2 Nice, who was your very first person that you were able to record? So, I came across this woman on the street named Dolores. Very nice woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, she spoke her mind about this election. She was going into detail with it. Oh, she wow. was actually, you know, providing a lot of stuff going on. And I was just sitting there thinking, like, wow, this is this is crazy. Okay, like, okay, okay. With, J- oh, oh, I'm sorry. J2 Nice. I'm sorry. I know. I gotta, y'all just got to listen to it. I'm sorry. It. I, know, All I, right. I was going in. My bad. My bad. It's okay. Dolores, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? 
I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, I just want to ask you a couple of questions, you know, just regarding on what's going on with this election right now, because, you know, we're getting we're getting to that point right now. So um, my first question is now that we're getting into the end game of this election, uh, how do you feel everything is going to play out in the end? And how do you feel it's going to play out from now until then? I actually have a very hard time talking about this because I've been so disheartened uh, with the things that have played out thus far. Um, I do believe that Joe Biden will be the next president of the United States. And I do not think that the one sitting in the White House right now, the one who shall remain nameless in my mouth, uh, will take it well. I don't think that he will go out willingly. I think that it will be a battle for him. And he's like a little spoiled man, baby, like he wants to pick up his toys and go home. So at the end of the day, we just have to trust the process. Let them count the votes. Let it be a fair election. And let every vote be counted. And the man in the White House has a problem with that, um, which is disheartening. So at the end of the day, like I said, I think Biden will be the next president. I think the man in the White House needs to start packing up and get the movers on call. Thank you so much, Dolores, for your time. And just thank you again. Thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah, that. Man, she, you can tell she was not playing when I asked her that question. She was not, and she was ready. She, she said she, like was. she was ready for that, that. She seemed like she already knew what I was going to ask before I asked it. Like exactly. she just came out with it. Like it was, it was good though. But that I just like shows people are fed up. That you know, just shows it, that they're fed up. Yeah, that's what I'm getting the feeling of. People are from hearing mm-hmm. that statement as the way she was like pouring her heart out into mm-hmm. it, and the way she was talking to me, mm-hmm. and you. I wish y'all could see it looking me right in my eyes, talking. I was just sitting there like I was. You mad. felt it. Yeah, you felt and it, that's was, the it was. It was in me. Like, yes. I was just like yo, what the yes. <laughs> she, she, she kind of got the mind tricks or something. She exactly. my mind. Something. She made crazy. you feel what she was saying. No, she did, and that was the thing. She really did, and I was really listening mm-hmm. and I was understanding mm-hmm. like how she was actually feeling about this and why she was also a little upset too. And I. I have to say, my favorite part was the man baby. Yeah, I know. The I man baby was I, just funny, okay? Was, I was trying to hold back my laugh there. You know how to get a little yes. giggle on the side. Yes, because you know, I'm telling you, I, I laughed when I heard that because the man no, that baby. Was, that was funny. And also, yeah. the other part was get the movers on call. Yeah, that 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 was crazy. But you also um was able to interview people on the street as well. I did. Who did I you did. Interview? I did. I met a woman named Brittany. Brittany. Okay. Brittany was so willing to talk to us, and yeah. I could say Brittany actually gave us the chance to see both sides. Because well, hold up, hold on, hold on. You, you just. I'm sorry. All I'm sorry. Right, I just all right. You sounded like you was about to get into it. Okay, we gonna let him hear. We gonna let him hear. Yeah. Hey everyone, I am here with Brittany. She has agreed to give us her feedback on this election that we're going through. How are you today, Brittany? I'm well, how are you? Okay, Brittany, I just wanted to ask, what is going to be Donald Trump's reaction if he does lose the 2020 election? I really believe that Donald Trump is going to react the same way he has the last four years as an immature child. Think he's going to want to pick up his toys and go home because he doesn't get his way. Okay. Now, do you think that he has a chance of winning or do you do you see or predict that Biden will win in the end? Unfortunately, I think he does have a chance of winning. It's been very disheartening to see how many people actually feel the same way he does as far as race, the coronavirus and economics are in our country. Britney's interview. I did too. I really liked it and I like how she spoke on it about how she felt. And I feel like 
giving her opinion, she also gave space for the benefit of the doubt mm -hmm. that when we were recording these interviews with these people, we were mm -hmm. still in the waiting game. Yeah, and that was the thing. We didn't know. And she was also telling us, like, mm -hmm. you know, it could go either way, you mm -hmm. know, and that's what I liked about mm -hmm. that. Like, she... You know, I like that she gave it a bit the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Like she let us know, um, honestly, here's what could happen, but here's what could happen. And yeah. I appreciated that. But enough about Brittany. Let's get into Denise. <laughs> Who is oh, this goodness. Denise? So I was able to interview a lady on the street named Denise. Okay. And let me tell you, Denise has some things Denise to say. Denise has some things to she say. She has some things to say. But wait, wait, wait. We, 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 we just going to let them listen right. to it. Yeah, we're going to let them listen to it. Hi guys, it's your boy J2 Nice and we're back here on the street. I'm here with Denise. Denise, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, I just want to ask you a couple of questions about the election going on. Is that okay? Sure it is. Thank you, thank you. Um, so first question. Um, so we're in a time right now, it's very crazy. We have the COVID, the pandemic, and you know, a lot of stuff was being closed down, shut down. We really can't, you know be too too close to certain people because of the spread of the virus um so they made mail-in ballots you know as you know for the election um how do you feel about the mail-in ballots in um current president donald trump and um vice president joe biden also spoke on the mail-in ballots how do you feel about um what they said as well so as far as mail-in ballots go, I think it was a safe and effective way to be able to vote, considering we are in a pandemic, at least, you know, here in our state. Uh, we mailed in our ballots early um, just so they would be counted and there would be no issues um, with 45 coming out now saying that some votes shouldn't be counted um, because they're coming in late because he told his constituents to come out and vote on election day and don't do the mail-in ballots. Whereas Biden was on the side of get your votes in early, do your mail-in ballots. So now we're at a point four days later, three, four days later, where they're still counting those mail-in ballots. And 45 is having a fit <laughs> um, about those votes being counted because they're mostly in the democratic areas and urban areas where they're still being counted. And he had a lead in the beginning because they were counting on just coming in on election day and getting your votes and you, you would know by, you know, that evening what would happen. But lo and behold, all these mail-in ballots are coming in and being counted and they're not going in his favor. So now he's being a big old baby about it, saying, oh, we should stop the vote and we're going to take it to the Supreme Court, which is also probably why he tried to get Amy Coney Barrett in before the election because she would be on his side if it does come to a Supreme Court decision. Denise, your interview with her was just crazy. She didn't let you get a word in. No, she was. She said everything in one question, so I was just like, you know. All she, right, keep coming. And the thing that got me the most was mm -hmm. that forty-five. I, I didn't know what she was talking about at first because okay. she said forty-five, and I'm like, what is forty-five? Like, who is that? And then I was like, the forty-fifth president, Donald. Trump. She was not saying his name. She was. She not couldn't saying say his, his name. name. Nope. But I mean, she made a good point because I never really realized. Or thought about the fact that he told his people not to mail in their ballots. Exactly. And that was the, also the other reference she made with him pushing in Amy Coney Barrett for the Supreme Court. Okay. So if something like that were to happen with the ballots, he would be able to, you know, have everything his way. Oh, wow. So that was there. the purpose of it. Mm -hmm. But, like, even when we sit up here and watch, like, things on social media, people don't know that he's been doing mail-in ballots for yeah, years yeah, yeah. that was he, the way he voted yeah that's how he does his mail-in ballots so like and why all of a sudden it's fraud yeah and, and that's what we want to know that or what i want to know mostly and like, i appreciate why? denise's <laughs> denise's commentary because yeah. she was going in she was and i you know i just it was i had to cut it right there but 
You know what was real crazy? What? <laughs> Your interview with my, what's it, Rockman? Rockman. Uh, Mr. Rockman. I heard you had to cut it. Like, what? I what had happened? to cut it because he was just a lot. Do you know what? I, I don't know. Are they ready for that one? Oh, I, I think don't know. they need to listen they to Rockman. That was the best one ever. Because Rockman, I think I, I think I might have caught him off guard. Mm-hmm. He was fed up. We were mm-hmm. waiting. We we wanted to know what was going on. Did you catch him on a bad day or something? I like, think what? I did. Or, so we just gonna let him. Okay. We just gonna let him hear it. All right. What's up, everybody? It's your girl Tamia Lee, and I'm here with Rockman. Okay, Rockman. Thank you for stopping and doing this on the street interview with me. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> okay. So, um, Mr. Rockman, I'm just going to call you that. Um, what is your feelings right now as we wait for the election votes to come in and to see the electoral votes? I, my feelings is this. I think that that orange man that's called our president <laughs> is trying to steal the election from the Democratic Party like they did back in the day by scaring our black folks for going to vote. But we came out in droves and we telling everybody with the help of the Spanish and, and, and everybody else, the Asians, that we tired of this guy trying to divide us and have us fighting and trying to kill one another. And he trying to make the rich richer and make them poor, poor. And I'm one of the poor guys. So I think that he's trying to rig the election like he did the first time four years ago against Hillary Clinton when he had the Russians and whoever else, the Asians, whomever, help him rig the election. Okay, Mr. Um, Rockman. Um, last question, sir. Um, I see that you're all riled up over you're here. right, I'm riled I, up. Okay. I'm upset. Okay, okay, sir. All right, J Two Nights. Let's try to move on to our next segment. Yeah, that was a little, that was a little crazy. That yes, because Rockman. <laughs> I mean, I had to cut. Yeah, no, I know because he was just so mad. It, it sounded like it was getting a little heated there. He's, yeah. You know, the emotions get to you sometimes. You know, you just get you get a little riled up. Yeah. Oh, Jamie said riled. You know, he was getting riled up. All right, so let's move on to our next segment. I I love this segment because we honor these people, but it's sad because these people have mm-hmm. passed. This week, we like to honor Breonna Taylor. Mm. Breonna Taylor was a young African-American woman who died in Louisville, Kentucky in March of 2020 while asleep in her home after working on the front lines as a COVID relief EMT. She and her boyfriend were laying in bed. They were resting. Her boyfriend's name is Kenneth Walker. They were startled and awakened by a commotion at the door, okay? J2 Nights, you've heard of this before, right? Yeah, it's crazy. I heard of it. So, mm. long story short, plainclothes police officers were attempting to break down the door and do a no-knock search warrant. Mm. The no-knock search warrant obviously is what it what it says. They don't knock and they bust down the door. Mm. So, they bust down the door and Kenneth Walker was startled. And so was Breonna Taylor. So, what he did was... With his licensed gun, he shot at the floor. And when he shot at the floor, the gun, the bullet um, bounced off the floor and hit one of the officers. After the bullet hit one of the officers, the officers shot into Breonna Taylor's apartment 32 times. Can you believe that? Crazy. I don't, believe, I don't know. They shot into her home 32 times. And what they said they were there for... We still don't understand how this is even true. They were in search of another young man 
who they said was living there and he was selling narcotics. Now, here's the problem. The story just isn't adding up. It's not. Since her death in March of 2020, people still don't know what the true facts are. That's and that's the crazy part is because they everybody they're they're saying all this stuff happened and they mm-hmm. they were there for this reason and like you know the cops were going there to, they were they were they knew where they were at they were mm-hmm, trying to go to the mm-hmm, house. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you didn't know where you were at. Exactly. You went into the wrong house. Exactly. You killed a person. An innocent woman. Innocent. And now you're just trying to justify yourself. I don't, I don't get it. I really, I don't get it. Yeah. And it's really starting, I've been getting, I've been getting fed up about it too. I've been posting on social mm-hmm. media about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Cause it's just sickening and it hurts. And the time that we're living in, it's just it sad. It is. And for Brianna Taylor, now March, the pandemic it was broke. In, it, yeah. it was like, we, we were we're really hit down. by this pandemic. Yeah. We had to go on quarantine for all these months. And then we had to keep seeing people. Yeah. All the, like, we have to keep seeing these people come across social media. This person died. Ahmaud Arbery. Uh, uh, George um, Floyd. While we were in quarantine, George sad. Floyd. It's just sad. Yeah. And we take, they take away these people's lives. And it's like, you don't know. You just fed up, you know? And yeah. I think that the police have some some answering to do. And recently, an uh, officer actually came out and was talking about the Breonna Taylor case. Yes, no, I saw that, yes, in the interview, yes. Yeah, so, I'm actually, that just brought more confusion. And it did, because also, Kenneth Walker actually spoke as well. Yes, he did. And said that he didn't hear anybody screaming, uh, where's the police and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, when the police oh, officer they said, was... they said they were, that they were saying, that, police, yes. police? Now, when the police officer who was there on the scene said that they were yelling, police, police, mm-hmm. the interviewer was telling him that Kenneth Walker said he didn't hear anybody say anything. And wow. then, at that moment, everything started to get a little flustered and... I don't a know. If fuzzy. The, yeah, I don't know what if is the, the cop story? was just looking around. He he wasn't really answering, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, the way mm-hmm. he was talking from beforehand. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it goes it's just it's just showing me like what we want we want we want the truth. Yeah. That's all we want. We want the and truth think, and we want justice. And I think ultimately that's what we want to shed light on. We just want yeah. the truth. And I think the truth eventually, like mm-hmm. everything else, will come to light yes. and the truth will come out. But this is somebody's daughter, yes. somebody's girlfriend, somebody's friend, yeah. sister, cousin, that she's just another name that we're yeah. protesting for. And honestly, I just want to say to Brianna Taylor's family, to her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, and to her family, may she rest in peace. We send yes. our condolences. We and we just want to say we're so sorry. May Brianna rest in heavenly peace. Yes. And I'm sorry. I do want to also add something real quick. I'm okay. sorry. I know we were mm-hmm. about to move. But um, it, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm really, I am getting tired of these cops resigning after mm-hmm. stuff happens like this. I'm yeah, sorry. I just yeah. wanted to throw that out there because it, it, every time we see stuff happen like this, it's just cops resigning. No, you wait. You face your mm-hmm. justice. I'm, I'm trying. Mm-hmm. You trying to run. They resign and they retire. They run. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired mm-hmm. of seeing that they get. What two weeks suspension and they get to come? No, mm-hmm. paid Some leave. People are losing their lives and you're you're losing your job for two mm-hmm. weeks mm-hmm. being paid. This I'm is just tired of daughter. seeing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. And then, like you just said, condolences to um, Brianna Taylor's family, family to Kenneth Walker, to anybody in her life who was um, affected, who was affected by that, and also to everybody who was out there protesting for her. 
keep 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 doing keep protesting. it keep doing it yes Just, keep, keep your it. voice keep your voice loud and clear let your voice be heard yes, and let them hear you because we will not stop nope. we are young people who are activists i consider yeah. myself an activist I do just as well. using this platform on here I'm going to talk and I'm going to say what I feel. Yep, and I feel you. No justice, no, no peace. peace. That's and that's it, period. For this week's third segment, Manifestation Minute, I'd like to just talk about and shed light on the young generation. Yes. You know, J2Nice, they said that the young generation really got out there and made their vote count. They sent in their mail-in ballots and they went to the polls. What do you have to say about that? I, that's good, and I and I want that because as a person being for the last election that couldn't vote at the time, and had a lot to say too at the time, mm-hmm. and I just and I felt like I couldn't express myself because I couldn't I couldn't say anything like my yeah. I, I couldn't vote mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't of age mm-hmm. so now that we're you know people that are that have turned eighteen since then since the last mm-hmm. election and that are able to vote like I'm proud that a lot of more people are voting like myself and people mm-hmm. who are probably like two mm-hmm. or three years younger than me, I- I'm really happy. I'm excited to hear that, you know, a lot of younger, mm-hmm. there's a lot more younger voters. Mm-hmm. People are expressing themselves because I know a lot of people had a lot to say in 2016. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, and me, myself included. And it's mm-hmm. like, we, it's just, we wasn't have a way to say anything and how yeah. we felt. So, you know. And I'd have to say that, just thinking about this moment of young people getting out there and casting their votes and putting in those mail-in ballots, it has mm-hmm. something to do with manifestation because mm-hmm. that's a step in the in the direction of positivity. It is. If it was as if you didn't you saw something that you didn't like and you were just fed up, so you got out there and you casted your vote. That's manifesting things into your life. I think manifesting can also be verbal, but it can also be within your actions. You got out there, you did what you had to do. No matter what candidate, because it said that yeah. ca- both candidates had young people get out there and yeah, vote did. for them. Yeah. And we're not going to get too much into that because you were allowed, and that's the great thing about voting in America, you were allowed to vote for whoever you wanted to vote for. So what I can say is I'm just proud of the young generation because just thinking about, think, sorry, thinking back to a time when People weren't allowed to vote. And then now, as a black female who is able... I I got two whammies right there. I'm black (laughs) and I'm a female. So I can say kudos to the young generation. Thank you guys for getting out there and voting Mm -hmm. and doing what you had to do. Because manifesting is not just verbal. It is doing things in action. Putting your money where your mouth is. And I hope those those young people that are listening right now, when you... Wait until you get that age. We keep get, get ready mm-hmm, so you can register mm-hmm, to vote mm-hmm, because it's very mm-hmm, important as you mm-hmm. can see right now. Vote pe- people are always telling people are gonna tell you mm-hmm. like, oh your vote don't count like mm-hmm. this. Uh, as we can see right now, it does. your vote counts. It, it does, does count right now. It so, does, and I honestly can say also that's a good point, J Two Nice, about talking to the younger people as yeah. well. If you see. Use this time as a time for you to see everything that's going on and then be anticipating, oh my God, I have to get there. Or when you go get your license, yes, click on, I want to register to vote in your state because it's important. No matter where you are, it's important to vote. It's all, and it's also important to vote in your local races because local races matter the most. most, Okay. those, Those are what, 
are is going to affect you the most. Yes. Like, the presidency is feel. a high and all those others. Mm-hmm. Th- those are high. Higher. But where you live mm-hmm. in, in whatever state you live in or in whatever township you live mm-hmm. in even more mm-hmm. is really going to affect you more. So that's why you need to be registered to vote and just... If you're younger, just look and yes, pay attention. Pay attention because this on. is a time of learning. Yes. And it's important for you to really pay attention and vote in your local races. I'm yep. talking about your mayors. I'm talking about people in your councils. It's important to pay attention who you put into office because these people affect you. Yep. They affect everything that's going on around you. The government and the presidency are is a the presidency, I'm sorry, is a part of a higher branch of government. When we're talking about local races, we're talking about getting out there and voting for your mayor, picking the right mayor who you feel best suits your needs. We're talking about people on the council. We're talking about people just locally who will do things Anything. for your community. Even, you know what, even if you can't vote, you vote for your student government of your high school. And your or school, something. yes. Something. Just, practice. Just That's practice. practice. That's right practice there. right mm-hmm. there. Just vote, please. That's all we ask. <laughs> All right, J Two Nights. We are coming down to our last two segments. Ooh, it's been it's been a crazy show. It's been it's been a little crazy today. Yes. Now we done talked about everything from the mm-hmm. voting to the sad news about Breonna Taylor. Yeah. We're on to our listeners' question, and I think this question for this week is honestly a great question that someone mm-hmm. asked. The question that someone asked me was: In the coming years, what are some things that I think should change in our country? Now, do you mm-hmm. want to start J Two Nice or me? Um, I'll tell. I'll, I'll start. You okay. Know, you know, I, in the coming years, I, I want to see less of this. The main thing that's hurting me the most, less of the police brutality yeah. against mm-hmm. African Americans, mm-hmm. because it's been going on for so long, mm-hmm. and we could take it to, back to the times of segregation, and we could even take it back to the times of slavery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's just like. Every, it's just like, okay, yes, there were police back mm-hmm. then, but it's just, you can see the same kind of pattern if you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. going on. The slavery, they say yeah. it's like a slavery culture mentality yeah. going on. Yeah, you know, and I'm just like, I'm like, enough is enough. Honestly. Like, it's but crazy. But before we it's continue, so I just want to make this very clear that not all police are bad. No, and that's the thing, no. They're, they're not, not all bad, bad. No. and to the ones that are doing what they need to do to keep us safe and keep mm-hmm. us protected, we want to say thank you. Thank you, yes. Um, But I definitely can can say that that's something that has to be changed. Yes. Um, I think that we have to go, especially to our laws and stuff, yeah. and our constitution and litigation and stuff like that to make changes for equality for everyone. Yes, and also going with background checks with cops who has who has have had histories yes. of doing stuff like yes. this beforehand before mm-hmm. it gets to that one person who does die from yeah. from mm-hmm. the cause of that like mm-hmm. you know it's just we need to we need to uh, have classes like just you know a lot of stuff something just to prevent. for training yeah you know mm-hmm. like just to prevent like these at, constant yeah just everybody not like dying and stuff and all mm-hmm. this stuff going on in this world right now so. and I think another thing within our four years that we definitely have to change is we to me honestly. Police brutality is definitely one, but just keeping our eye on the prize, which is equality for everyone. Yes, yep. I am so saddened with seeing the way that our country has handled not only the African-American culture, mm-hmm. but also the Hispanic um, culture yeah. and the way and the things that are going on with them. Um, I can say that within our four years with the president that we have, I just think that we definitely have to do better than what we had before. Yeah. No, that's because that's, that's our true. country is divided. Yeah, it is. And it shouldn't be like that. 
and America is supposed to be land of the free, but yes. it seems like it's a land of division. Like it's just the land of divide right mm-hmm. now. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing. Nobody's free to do anything. Like mm-hmm. everybody's so like locked up on stuff. So it's mm-hmm. just you know it, it, it's crazy. And I think we also have to to work towards. Um, yeah, honestly, I'm I'm I might sound repetitive, but it, it's just the racism. No, it the is. blatant no, racism true. in this country is ridiculous. It is, it, that, and it's crazy, and I, it's sad. It hurts. Yes, it and hurts. it hurts, and it's it's disturbing, mm-hmm. and that's why I wanted this place to be something and a place for me as a black young woman to voice mm-hmm. my opinions because we're dealing with quarantine, we're dealing yeah. with COVID, the COVID nineteen pandemic. And we're dealing with everything outside of that. Like, yeah. our mentals are heavy. It is. That's, it's crazy. I'm just, I'm so speechless. Like, it's just not, I But I, I think that that was an awesome question to whoever sent that question. I appreciate you asking us what we think should change in our coming years. Like I've always said, there's always room for improvement. And there's always room for everyone getting along and equality. And and also, like my mother and my grandmother taught me, if you don't got nothing nice to say or you don't have nothing, just don't, <laughs> don't say, say it at all or just don't do <laughs> don't it, it. <laughs> honestly, because keep it to yourself yeah. and keep your and try to keep the peace because that's what we need in this time that we're going through. We shouldn't be fighting amongst ourselves. All right, guys, so for my last segment, segment five, what's a segment? Segment five, I will be talking and shining a light on my friend, my brother, my mentor, Toby Bada. Shout out to you, Toby Bada. I love you so much. All right, so I want y'all to meet Toby Bada because, for one, if you know me or if you don't know me, I'm going to tell you a little bit about me. I am a music person. I grew up in a music household. I love music. So, Toby is a music genius, okay? Toby is a regional director of operations by day and a full-scope music creative at night. He is just that talented, y'all, okay? Toby B. is a Piscataway native, Piscataway, New Jersey. Shout out to y'all. And he is the owner of Toby B. Music Group, LLC. His business allows him to follow his passions And while helping others with and through the power of music, music is everything, music is love, all right? So he offers an arrangement of services like music productions and courses, studio sessions, piano lessons, whatever, whatever you can think of, Toby offers that, all right? You can, you can expect high quality services from all genres and demographics. So no matter what background you come from, best believe that Toby B can help you out and give you what you're looking for. Toby B, you can visit tobybmusicgroup.com for more services and to book now. So I decided to give you guys just a little treat. Just make sure you stay tuned for the ending of this show. I want to say congratulations once again, Toby, on that big accomplishment. We love you, love you, love you so much. All right, J2Nice, we're at our closing. And I know everybody is going to hate to leave us, but I promise I'll be back next Sunday at 6. I just want to give it up for my co-host, J2Nice. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Uh, It was a blessing being here. 
I enjoyed every moment we had, and I just want to I say enjoyed thank it too. You. No it problem, fun. no problem. And I think that our our um, listeners are really going to enjoy this too, mm-hmm. because we are both young African American people, yep. and we were talking about heavy stuff. Now, yeah. when we started the show, shout out to Mr. Rockman because wherever you are. <laughs> I hope you don't calm down a little bit. Yeah, I hope you drunk some water after that. Yes, yes, because right. your emotions is there. And to all our other interviewees listening to this, I hope you all loved our show yes. and the way we incorporated you. Um, I also would like to say, once again, rest in peace to the person we honored in this episode, which is Brianna Taylor. Mm-hmm. And we send our love and our support to her family and especially her mother as well. The listener's question was popping. Yeah. Okay, yeah. because it really got our conversation going. Yeah, it did. It, it spiced it up a little bit. Yes, so. because in these four years to come, we really, our country needs to come together. Yeah, we do. And for the manifestation, man, a shout out to all my young people who got out there, did what they had to do, and mm-hmm. voted. We want to say thank you for doing that. Kudos to you. Clap okay. it up. And we just going to close it out. And in 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 this closing, we're going to give you guys the song that I love. It's a new release. It released on Friday. This is my friend, my brother, my mentor, Toby. We want to say congratulations on this new song. Congrats, and we're just, Toby. Congrats to you. And we're just going to let you guys hear that and I hope you all enjoy it. See you guys next Sunday. Bye. See y'all. See y'all. <laughs> You are now listening to Good at Love by Toby B, available everywhere today. I broke many hearts in my past. It made me scared to love. Made me scared to trust again How could I forgive myself again? But you saw the best in me You loved all my flaws And showed me how to love again Taught me how to love myself again I swore I was no good at love I swore that I would never fall again Until an angel came my way And now I'm the happiest I've ever been And it's all because of you You, you, you made me good at love You made me good It's all because of you, 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 you made me good at love, you made me good, good at love, yeah. You know, I never thought I'd find somebody like you. It's like, like the woman of my dreams standing right in front of me. And I promise to never leave you If I'm the dreamer, then you're my dream 
Thank God that it finally came true And I'm gonna love you over and over and over and over again Because of you 